the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinal basketball is on the air. Sloan back in, setting a screen for Downs. Downs, pull up three, top of the key is good! Two in a row for Downs. Downs to the left, off a screen set by Rotosiler. Kick the ball out to Crabtree, left wing three. He's good! That's the way to end the third quarter. Tonight's game is brought to you by Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, by Paul Lang of Bailey and Wood Mortgage Lender, by Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, by Branch County Abstract and Title, by CNO Insurance, by Culey's Jewelry, by BJ West Financial Advisor with Edward Jones, by El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, by Furniture and Mattress Warehouse, and by Glyce Farm Market Bakery and Orchard. Ball comes to Ellie Foley, wide open. Trey is good from the right wing. Foley now has 10. Tonight's game is also brought to you by SK Wood PC, by Hillside Motor Sales, by Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery, by Mancino's Pizza and Grinders, by Matt Hale at Homes, by McDonald's of Branch County, by Midwestern Realty Group, by Nottawa Gas Company of Tecancha and Nottawa, by Surpro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties, and by Willow's Bar and Grill, all proud members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Here's Downs on the left wing, three-pointer, good! Have a night, Brandon Downs. <laughs> Brandon and Spencer doing the uh, fist bumps at mid-court. Here comes Nick Wilson down the middle. Gets the ball up to Ethan Crabtree. He's going to go for the flush in front of the student section. Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> That's going to be the first of uh, probably many we're going to see this year. And warm greetings from the Coach Floyd E.B. Gymnasium at Coldwater High School. Coldwater Cardinal girls and boys basketball is on the air. Uh, For the first time in a couple of years, it's a home varsity girls and boys doubleheader between the Coldwater Cardinals and the Northwest Mounties. I'm Sean Watson. To my left is Coldwater High School Athletic Hall of Famer Quinn Berry. Good evening, Sean. Glad to be with you tonight for this uh, I-8, Interstate 8 conference mat or game so we're looking forward to a couple of good ones tonight uh first one should be a real good one a good northwest team girls team against a much improving cardinal ladies team the second game uh, the the mounties are uh, they're they're getting better we'll just say that but the cardinals coming off a big win on tuesday night uh over parma western and uh, i look for them to continue that energy tonight We'll take this two-minute break, and we'll start off by talking about the upcoming girls' matchup between Coldwater and Northwest. Tip-off set to get underway at the top of the hour. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Basketball on WTVB. My back is killing me. We need a new mattress. Mine, too. There's no need to fear because I am here. Just shop at Furniture Mattress Warehouse in Coldwater or Mattress Warehouse in Sturgis. Furniture Mattress Guy! Whenever a villainous backache arrives, I am there with the power of the Sura Perfect Sleeper. Ooh, I like your cape. Actually, it's a sheet set that comes free with your mattress. I just like wearing it to look cool. Furniture Mattress Warehouse on US-12 in Coldwater and Mattress Warehouse on South Centerville Road in Sturgis. 
It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Hi, Chase Halet of Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers in Coldwater. When Vanessa and I were first married, we loved camping. Our little two-person travel trailer brought us closer together. Then along came our son Merrick. And then it got a little cramped for space. What did you do, Mom? You didn't leave me behind, did you? We sold our little travel trailer and got a bigger one. And that worked out nice for a while, but then along came our daughter Mylan, and we were right back in the same box. A little too close together, cramped for space. And then we'd all have to untangle. So then we did the smart thing. Did you leave Merrick behind, Dad? No way, Mylan. We traded for a bigger model. Many of our friends were having the same growing pains, so we began Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. When your family outgrows your current RV, bring it here, and we'll sell it for you. And then all you have to do is just pick up a check. We'll sell your RV, boat, horse trailer, car, truck, motorcycle. If it's on wheels, we'll sell it. That is it. Nothing hard about picking up a check. It's easy at Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, one mile east of Meyer on US 12 Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at the Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium at Coldwater High School. Sean Watson and Quinberry, Mike Sy, Justin Lopshire back at the WTVB studios producing and engineering both of our games. The girls' basketball contest between Coldwater and Northwest. Again, scheduled to tip off at the top of the hour. Got about 25 and a half minutes left showing on the pregame warm-up clock. Both teams have on into their respective locker rooms to emerge in probably another five minutes or so. So let's start off by talking about the Coldwater Cardinal girls. Uh, Their three-game winning streak was snapped Tuesday night when they lost at Parma Western 60-29. Their current overall record, 4-3. They're at 2-2 in the Interstate 8, which sets them uh, all alone for fifth place, but they're just a game behind the three second-place teams, Northwest Hastings and Marshall. Yeah, I think uh, Tuesday night they played a very tough Parma Western team. Probably went in there with uh, a little, uh, you know, not high expectations. But uh, as Coach said, once they settled down, they got over the uh, uh, nerves of playing a state-ranked team in, in Parma Western. They played some fairly good basketball, and he wasn't completely unhappy with the way they played but after that three game winning streak we know what they can do and so does coach smoker so i think he's looking for something special tonight so in other words you're saying that last night was really a litmus test uh, how it's been and uh, what we need to do to improve uh, a game like tuesday puts that in that better focus doesn't you, it you betcha it does and it really uh, it brings the girls and and coming off that three-game win streak, not to say they were getting a little excited or cocky or anything like that, but to say they're, you know, here's, here's to get to the next level, look at that Parma Western team. That's, that's the next level we want to get to, and he's trying to instill that in this young Cardinal team. Because bear in mind, this is a pretty young team. Uh, after you take out the two seniors whose uh, seasons ended before they really started in Allison Miller, and now Jayla Foster is uh, not going to be able to play the uh, 
uh, the season, both having uh, knee surgery in between volleyball and basketball season, of course. Uh, Erica Hurst, Mason Marsh, and Mallory Wilbur, the other seniors, and the key senior in that group, probably uh, Mallory Wilbur. She had four points apiece along uh, with Mason Marsh and Emma Porter. Ellie Foley, the freshman, led the way, 10 points and three rebounds on Tuesday night. Yeah, is Demeester a senior? Dem- that you know, th- and Demeester. Th- thank you for the yeah. reminder, and yeah, Demeester. because they're going to awesome. miss her too next year because she's just a competitor and a tough rebounder, and, and she's going to give you uh, four to eight points, maybe ten once in a while. And uh, but like, what like a competitor she, she is! I was going to say, like she did uh, last Friday against Marshall, that, yeah, uh, yeah, surprise win. But her her true value to this team is not scoring, it's defense, rebounding, and leadership. Ellie Foley leading the team with 11.4 points, 6.3 rebounds, 2.4 assists, 2.7 steals, and a block a game. Mallory Wilbur, who I just mentioned, uh, the uh, key among the group of seniors, 5.4 points, second leading scorer on the team, 1.7 rebounds, 2.4 assists, 1.7 steals a game. Junior Brooklyn Carey with four and a half points, 4.3 rebounds, and three blocks per game. But she is going to be on the shelf tonight. So uh, Coach Ken Smoker uh, now has a nine-player roster effectively uh, that's available to play tonight. Uh, from what we were told, Brooklyn Carey uh, rolled an ankle during the, the today's shoot-around, which happened after school, and uh, the ankle immediately swole up. So... She's uh, being held out, uh, hoping uh, that it's nothing too serious that would keep her out for multiple weeks. We'll find out next week. Well, Ken, Coach Smoker didn't think so. Uh, hopefully she'll be back in a few days uh, just uh, puffed up on her. And, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's be careful and not, uh, you know, not hurt her for the total season. But they're going to miss that six-foot frame in the game tonight. There's no doubt about it. Anna Demeester, who you had mentioned, 4.4 points, 4.1 rebounds, and 1.3 assists a game. And then we got sophomore Jayla Sloan, 4 points, 1.7 rebounds a game. And freshman Ellie Anderson, 3.4 points, and second leading rebounder at 5.4 a game. Uh, the Northwest Mounties coming into uh, tonight's game with a 6-2 and two overall record. Uh, they are 3-1 and one in the Interstate 8, again tied for uh, second place with Hastings and Marshall. Their two losses thus far, season opening loss to Hazlitt, 41-38, to and then on December 17th, they lost to their cross-county rival, Parma Western, uh, 54-35. to uh, Since then, uh, they've won two in a row, including a 47-3 uh, win last Friday at Harper Creek, and on Tuesday, they just demolished currently winless Lumen Christie 71 to 37 Ashley Weller with 17 points and five assists Mara Mitchell with 12 points Tasia Knapp with 10 points 10 rebounds so a double double for her Jillian Osterberg with nine points Leah Alfred with eight points uh, we haven't seen the Northwest Mounties since uh, last season uh, uh, the Mounties swept the season series uh, winning at Northwest, 64-31 over the Cardinals back on February 20th of last year. The rematch, which we were able to broadcast a little bit closer, Northwest had just a 10-point win, 38-28. to That tells me a lot about how that year's team steadily improved from beginning of the season to, uh, th- at that point, they were closer to the end of the season. Yes, they did. But uh, Northwest, they're, they're, 
they're a good ball club. You know, six and two, like you said, Sean. Uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna play great defense and they're led offensively by the sophomore Weller, uh, who's just an outstanding player. Played a lot of AAU basketball and uh, uh, her name will be heard around the Jackson area, not only in uh, during basketball season but also uh, in the summer AAU leagues up there. So uh, this is going to be a big test for the Cardinals tonight. But we've been playing some pretty good basketball too. After seven games, excluding Tuesday's game, Ashley Weller has been averaging 15.1 points, 4.1 rebounds, 1.3 assists, 2.4 steals a game. She is just a sophomore. Her older brother is Ian Weller, the leading scorer on the Northwest Boys basketball game. And, and I remember sending you an article that was published on JTV's website. Uh, at one point, Ashley Weller was taller than Ian. Yeah, I, I got a kick. I read that just before I came tonight, Sean, and she used to say, I used to be able to beat up on my brother, but he's uh, he's about a foot taller than she is now, but they're hoping that uh, she gets up around that six-foot uh, mark before uh, she's done growing, but uh, I got a kick out of that article. She wasn't afraid to say she used to beat up on her brother a little bit, so a little, little rivalry there. Lane Slight, second leading scorer on the team. We've uh, talked about the Slight girls for a number of years, but Lane Slight, 10 points, 4.7 rebounds, 1.6 assists, and two steals a game. Mara Mitchell, 8.5 points, 5.7 rebounds, 2.3 assists, and 3.5 steals a game. Uh, Weller, a sophomore. Slight is a junior. Mitchell is a sophomore. Tasia Knapp, a junior, averaging 6.9 points, 6 rebounds, 2.7 steals a game. This is a super young team for Coach Ryan Carroll. Only three seniors in this year's roster. Yeah, I, you know, they're going to be good this year, but they're uh, they're going to peak next year as those uh, sophomores, juniors uh, become uh, seniors and uh, juniors. So uh, good ball club, good coach. And uh, this will be a big test for the Cardinals. And this Northwest squad uh, came off a 14-2 and overall season last year. They finished second behind Parma Western in the Interstate 8 standings. Uh, uh, their season ended uh, with the uh, win over Holt, 36-40 in the district final. But because the regional round last season coincided with uh, the Northwest School District spring break and a lot of girls already had plans for spring break. Uh, they opted out and forfeited uh, the rest of their tournament run, which uh, they could have gone somewhere. Yeah, that uh, was really surprising to me. You know, usually uh, I understand, you know, spring break and everything, but uh, you got your whole life go on spring break. You don't have your whole life to play in uh, the state tournament. We'll take this two-minute break and talk about the boys' matchup between Northwest and Coldwater coming up later tonight. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Basketball on WTVB. Attention sellers, we can help you wade through this real estate market. This is your Midwestern Realty team. The agents at Midwestern Realty Group know our current market. And we understand all of the changes that are going on. Which means we can help you get the most money out of selling your home. We are more than real estate agents. We're advisors here to help you. So you don't miss any money that your house is worth. And we'll take the hassle out of the process. It's simple. Work with the agents at Midwestern Realty to sell your home. We will share with you our years of experience and techniques of the trade to stage your home for better 
quality showings to potential buyers. I'm Jim Bowers. For over two decades, experience you can count on. I'm Randy Blonde. Jill Bowers here. Call us today at 517-278-6400. I'm Doug Campbell. Or you can stop by our Midwestern Realty office at 685 East Chicago Road. Or visit us anytime at MidwesternRealty.com. I'm Sharon Atkinson. The Midwestern Realty team. We won't let you sell yourself short. That's MidwesternRealty.com. My back is killing me. We need a new mattress. Mine too. There's no need to fear because I am here. Just shop at Furniture Mattress Warehouse in Coldwater or Mattress Warehouse in Sturgis. Furniture Mattress Guy! Whenever a villainous backache arrives, I am there with the power of the Serta Perfect Sleeper. Ooh, I like your cape. Actually, it's a sheet set that comes free with your mattress. I just like wearing it to look cool. Furniture Mattress Warehouse on US 12 in Coldwater and Mattress Warehouse on South Centerville Road in Sturgis. When buying the home of your dreams, you want players you can count on to make your home buying experience a slam dunk. Team up with me, Paul Lang at Bailey & Wood Mortgage Lender. With 20 years of mortgage experience, I'll help you score your dream home. We are Michigan's hometown mortgage lender closing in days, not weeks. Contact me, Paul Lang, at 260-905-6689 or at langmortgageteam.com. And remember, we do mortgages in a snap. Borrowers must qualify. Equal housing opportunity lender and MLS number 2334. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're about another 16 minutes or so away from the opening tip of the girls' basketball game between the Coldwater Cardinals and the Northwest Mounties. Once this game wraps up, the boys will take the court. The Coldwater Cardinals coming in with a 4-1 overall record, 3-1 in the Interstate 8. And it winds up tying them for second place with Marshall and Harper Creek following Marshall's loss to Penfield on Tuesday and Coldwater's big win against Parma Western on Tuesday. 75-45 was the final and got an interesting little fact. Uh, In my scorebook, I had Ethan Crabtree leading the Cardinals with 19 points. Uh, Our Jim Measle, who is keeping an unofficial tally at the scores table, had him with 21 uh, the official breakdown from uh, Huddle had Ethan Crabtree with 16 points, but he did have the double-double, 13 boards to go along with however many points he wound up scoring, and he also had nine assists. Yeah, he had an awesome game. He uh, he really led the Cardinals in uh, that whole night long, getting off to that uh, 10-0 start, and it was, uh, you know, all Ethan to begin the game. He did about any, everything you could ask coming off that loss from Marshall, and... Uh, he really uh, put a spark in the Cardinals that night. It wasn't just him, of course. Lou LeBron had 13 points, three rebounds, and a steal. Probably one of his better games this season. Dante Work, 12 points, four rebounds, two assists. And they gave Brandon Downs 10 points, eight rebounds, three assists, and a block. So through five games, Ethan Crabtree now averaging 15 points. rebounds, 4.8 assists, and 2.4 steals a game. Brandon Downs not that far behind, 12.8 points, 4 rebounds, 3.6 assists, 5 steals a game. Evan Sloan almost scoring in double digits every night. He's now up to 9.2 points per game, 5.4 rebounds a game. Dante Work, 7.8 points and 5.4 rebounds a game, along with 2 steals a game. Lou LeBron. 7.4 points, 2 rebounds, 1.2 assists, 2 steals a game. Those are your starting five for Coach Aaron Buckland. Well, the Cardinals, uh, no doubt, uh, they can score some points when they have to, but uh, I'm I'm convinced that they go as their defense goes. 
and they are an outstanding defensive team. They do have the two big guys underneath, which uh, allows uh, Crabtree and Downs and and uh, Lou LeBron out there on the front to uh, kind of go for some steals and do some other things. But, uh, uh, you know, they're a great defensive. They get their ball hands on a lot of passes. They do a good job boxing out. And uh, with the two big guys and with uh, Crabtree, they do a great job on the defensive boards. Over on the other side of the scorer's table, the Northwest Mounties. Last year they were 5-12 overall, finished in sixth in the Interstate 8 at 3-9, and, and lost to Lansing Everett in the opening round of the Division I district that they hosted, 56-43. So far this season, they are 1-3 in the Interstate 8, which ties them for fifth place with uh, the Western Panthers and Lumen Christie, but they are 4-3 overall. And they finally got their first league win on Tuesday, winning at Lumen Christie 57 to 37. Uh, remember how we mentioned Ashley Weller's older brother, Ian Weller? He had a double double Tuesday night against Lumen Christie. Ian Weller with 24 points, 11 rebounds, two assists, and two blocks. Duncan Moffat, the son of head coach John Moffat, had 18 points and three boards. Ethan Anspaugh, five rebounds, four assists, two steals. Briston Armstrong, four points, 10 rebounds, four assists, and a couple of steals. So Ian Weller averaging 15.3 points, eight rebounds, 1.9 assists, and 1.4 steals a game. Also 1.1 blocks a game to lead uh, the Mountie boys. Duncan Moffat, again the coach's son, 12.7 points, 1.9 rebounds, and two assists a game. Yeah, the, the Mounties probably with one of their best teams that they've had in a number of years. You know, they've always been towards the bottom of the uh, standings every year. And uh, this group is pretty good. They got some pretty good players on this team. And uh, uh, we'll just have to wait and see as the year goes. Uh, Weller is legitimate. He's a big kid, about 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, he uh, been on the varsity now for, uh, I think, all four years of his high school career. And he's really, he's gotten stronger. He's uh, now starting to uh, show some offensive moves. And so the Cardinals are going to have their work cut out with him. But it looks like he's got some help, Sean. Uh, there's some other kids that can play this game, including the coach's son who can score. And then a couple of guys that can rebound the basketball. Haven't even uh, mentioned Briston Armstrong, third leading scorer at 8.9 points. He also pulls down 7.3 rebounds, dishes out 1.7 assists, and gets a steal a game on average. And Colton Gowdy, 5.1 points, 1.9 rebounds, two assists, and a steal per game. Last season, uh, the Cardinals swept the season series from the Mountie boys here at Coldwater on February 20th. 57-26 to 26 was the final score, and up at Northwest High School on March 11th. 64-46 was the final score of the Cardinals coming out on top. But as we talked about uh, a few times uh, during our postgame Tuesday night, we uh, brought it up with uh, Coach Aaron Buckland. Uh, you uh, disregard the Northwest Mounties at your own peril because uh, past couple of three years, we have seen the Mountie boys capable of pulling an upset. We sure have, Sean. Uh, they... they they seem to play a little extra special hard against the Cardinals, but this year, uh, and you mentioned it the other night against uh, to Coach uh, 
you know, we got a big week next week, Penfield and Harbor Creek, and uh, you hope the boys aren't overlooking and saying, oh, geez, we, you know, we, we can put this one in the bag, and then we go in and beat Penfield, and we're right back in first place. You just want them to take care, play good basketball tonight, play hard, do the things they're capable of doing, and I think they'll do that. That, uh, that group of uh, seniors is pretty well down to earth, and uh, uh, Crabtree and Downs won't let them get out of that uh, out of that notion at all. We will take this one-minute break and be back with this week's edition of This Week in High School Sports from the MHSAA Network. You are listening to Coldwater Cardinal Boys Basketball on WTVB. That sizzling fajita was so delicious last night. And the jumbo margarita. I've got to get there for lunch. 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 Bill, what are you doing for lunch? Oh, right. Hey, let's go to El Cerritos. They have the best fajitas. Dreaming about the mouth-watering, authentic Mexican food at El Cerritos? Stop by for lunch or dinner. They'll serve up an endless bowl of chips and salsa while you decide what menu item will fill your craving. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskewood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge Legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hass Kwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Student sections across Michigan battle to be the state's best and refs working on an island. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports. Powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. I'm John Ross, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. After a one-year hiatus, Battle of the Fans is back and into the challenge round. Nine schools from a record-tying 27 applications advance to the challenge round, and three will move on to the finals. This is the 10th edition of Battle of the Fans, which showcases cheering sections from around the state and promotes good sportsmanship. The nine schools to advance are Howell, Midland Dow, Traverse City West, Imlay City, Spring Lake, Yale, Buchanan, North Muskegon, and Petersburg Summerfield. Buchanan is a three-time champ, winning in 2013, 2018, and 2020. North Muskegon won in 2019, and TC West won in 2016. The other six schools will be looking for their first Battle of the Fans championship. The challenge round consists of up to 20 challenges that schools submit via TikTok. The MHSAA Student Advisory Council votes to determine who moves on, and those finalists will be announced on January 24th. For more, check out secondhalf.mhsaa.com. Game balls this week go to Jonesville's Kylie Ward. Kylie hit a free throw with 1.3 seconds on the clock, giving Jonesville a 47-46 win over Onstead. The victory keeps Jonesville undefeated this year at 7-0, Onstead falls to 5-2. The free throw was one of nine points in the game for Ward. The Grand Ledge Gymnastics Team, which took first in the annual flip-flop invite at Rockford, the Comets bested Jackson Area Gymnastics and Rockford, who finished 1-2 in the state finals last year. And to the Petoskey Boys Ski Team and Traverse City Central Girls Ski Team, who each took home top honors at the Harbor Petoskey Ski Invite at Boyne Highlands. Petoskey is the defending D2 boys champ. Traverse City Central, the defending D1 girls champ. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. 
My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. Let's try a you-make-the-call play today. The offensive player jumps in an effort to take a shot or make a pass. The defensive player reaches out and is able to place their hands on the ball to keep the offensive player from releasing it. And the offensive player returns to the floor with the ball. You make the call. There was no contact, so there is no foul. Is it a traveling violation, or is it a hell ball with the ball going to the team with the possession arrow in its favor? Some old-timers out there might remember that until about 1990, a traveling violation would have been called on this play. But the rules now call for a hell ball in this situation, with the possession arrow, which has just been introduced five years earlier in 1985, prevailing. Thanks, Sam. If you want to be a referee, just go to the MHSAA website now to register. And while we're on the subject of officials, be sure to check out secondhalf.mhsaa.com for a great story on what goes into officiating on both Mackinac and Beaver Islands. Longtime official Dave Reeb has been organizing officials for sports on both islands for years using boats, snowmobiles, planes, you name it, to get back and forth from the mainland. And most trips require an overnight stay, as basketball and volleyball teams will usually play doubleheaders with one game or match at night and then a second the following morning. Reeb is a former athletic director for Inland Lake Schools and has been an MHSAA registered official for 30 years. We say it a lot, but if you are interested in becoming an official, please go to MHSAA.com and register. The presence of an official is the number one difference between being a pickup game and an organized high school activity. An official can help teach the importance of following rules, impartiality, and fairness. And there are some great benefits to becoming an official, like staying in shape, staying involved in the sports you played as a kid, networking, and of course you earn money while doing all of that. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Welcome back to Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd EB Gymnasium. A chance to take a look at the Interstate 8 girls basketball standings. Western, as we mentioned, still undefeated at 8-0 overall. 4-0 in the Interstate 8 and they are ranked 8th in Division One, according to Detroit Free Press sports writer Mick McCabe and his rankings. Three-way tie for second between these Northwest Mounties and Hastings and Marshall in second place. They're at 3-1 and one overall. The Mounties 6-2 and two overall. Uh, the Saxons 7-3 and three overall. And the Redhawks 5-3 and three overall. They're all 3-1 and one in the I-8. Coldwater all alone in fifth in the league at two and two. They're four and three overall. Penfield in sixth at one and three in the I-8. Four and five overall. Harper Creek and Lumen Christie winless in the I-8 at 0 and four. The Beavers 1-8 overall. Lumen Christie 0 and seven overall. 
We'll go ahead and take this two-minute break. Be back with the starting lineups and our keys to our girls' basketball game between Coldwater and Northwest. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. The space heater next to the curtains. The 12-plug sharing one power strip. The frayed wire inside the wall. Fire damage may happen in a flash. So may the cleanup and restoration when you call the professionals at ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties at 517-278-5261. That's where you'll find a team of highly trained specialists with more than four decades of experience in helping to make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Because when it's your home or business that's been damaged by fire, you don't just want your things clean, you want your life back as well. So when fire damage strikes, call the red trucks to put out the flames and call on the green vans to help put your life back together at 517-278-5261. Serve Pro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. With the trust of the insurance industry and more than 1,600 franchise locations, they're guaranteed to be faster to any size disaster. The cleanup specialist at ServPro of Branch in Southern Calhoun Counties. Call them at 517-278-5261. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. Every family has unique housing needs. Matt Hale talks about the advantages of building a forever home. Forever homes are designed with universal accessibility in mind. Interior doors at 36 inches allow freer movement throughout the house. Increased clearance around islands for wheelchair accessibility. And we can design zero entry porches and garages. Start planning your forever home today. Stop by Matt Hale Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater. Visit MattHaleHomes.com or check them out on Facebook. Matt Hale Homes, always built around family. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Starting lineup for tonight's girls' basketball game between the Coldwater Cardinals and the Northwest Mounties. For the host Cardinals, 4-3 and three overall, 2-2 two and two in the Interstate 8 under head coach Ken Smoker. In the backcourt will be Mallory Wilbur, 5'6", senior. Kara Miller, 5'4", sophomore, and leading scorer Ellie Foley, a 5'7", freshman. Up front will be Anna Demeester, 5'8", senior, and Ellie Anderson, a 5'11", freshman. For the Northwest Mounties, 6-2 overall, 3-1 in the Interstate 8 under veteran head coach Ryan Carroll. Tasia Knapp, a 5'8", junior. Ashley Weller, a 5'9", sophomore. Mara Mitchell, a 5'5", sophomore. Jillian Osterberg, a 5'5 junior, and Olivia Lamb, a 5'10 senior, are his starting five. Let's get to your keys to our girls' basketball game, Quinn. I think the big key tonight, and, uh, coach, talking to Coach Smoker a little bit before the game here, he needs 32 minutes of consistent play tonight. Uh, the Cardinals have uh, kind of been an up-and-down during the game team. They, you know, as it showed a couple of nights ago when they came and scored 19 points in that fourth quarter. They need... 32 minutes, consistent basketball, get off to a good start, don't get down to this Northwest team, and they'll be fine. As we mentioned during our pregame show, the Cardinals are short a girl, well, they are already short uh, two with uh, Allison Miller and Jayla Foster not being available uh, due to off-season knee surgery, sitting out uh, the entirety of the season, but Brooklyn Carey is not going to be playing tonight, so the uh, Coldwater bench down to nine healthy players. Once we get underway, the Cardinals will move from left to right, cross your radio dial, and across Pixelot, our automated production system for the NFHS Network broadcast. In their home whites, red numerals and trim. Northwest in their road blacks with the red numerals and white trim. Easy numbers to see. When we see the boys, that won't be the case. Just to warn you, Quinn. Okay. Thank you. 
Ellie Anderson is jumping at center circle with Olivia Lamb and the Mounties win the tip. Cap gets the ball up top. Three-pointer from the right wing, no good. I was, uh, someone is wearing a number 22 on the uh, Northwest roster and I didn't think that we were, there was a number 22. Cardinals yep. had the ball stolen. Ashley Weller gets the ball inside. Nice pass, Ashley Weller with a uh, good strong move to the basket there. And pass, a foul. The pass coming from Mara Mitchell. First foul of the game, whistled against Ellie Anderson. First to two is good. So the Mounties draw first blood. It is one nothing. 7.31 left to play in the first quarter. Second one is good as well. Right away, the little Mounties are showing press, right? Yeah, a little diamond press here to start the game. Foley gets the ball to Miller. Miller trying to get the ball to Anderson. It was slapped away by Lamb. Now the ball comes up top to Mallory Wilbur being hawked by Tasia Cap. The Mounties fall back into a man-to-man, -man, an aggressive man-to-man -man defense after that uh, diamond press. Foley to Wilbur on the right corner. Now Mallory moving to her left, the top of the key, holds the ball up high, gets the ball handed off. Foley, now a bounce pass, swung around the perimeter. Going inside to Wilbur and a reach-in foul committed by Taya Cap. Um, yep, it was a reach-in foul, her first team first. Yeah, just uh, going to get that from the official when you reach over the shoulder like that. She tried to convince him she only hit ball, but uh, hard to do that when you're reaching over the shoulder. I think I see what was going on with the starting lineup. Uh, Stacia Hedrich, who was wearing number 30. I guess she's wearing 22. She's a 5'8 junior starting for the Mounties as the Cardinals missed uh, their shot other end of the floors. I'm trying to get my uh, scorebook all straightened away. It's 2-0 Northwest. 6.26 and counting left to play in the first quarter. Ball to the right wing, now inside. A shot from the right elbow, and it rattles in good for Lamb. Mounties up 4-0. Cardinals have yet to crack the scoreboard. Nearing the six-minute mark in the first quarter, the ball comes to Kara Miller. On the right wing, very aggressive man-to-man -man defense again being shown by the Mounties. The ball comes top of the key. Ellie Foley drives and was bumped hard. Yeah, Ellie taking that ball to the hoop here on the right side. And uh, just absolutely, the girl really didn't do anything. Ellie just kind of tripped over her foot, but the official needs to make that call. That's Ashley Weller with her first team second. Cardinal ball underneath the basket to our right, trailing 4 nothing. Foley inbounded the ball to Demeester. Now Demeester launching a three-pointer from the right wing and missing. Tasha Kep with a rebound for the Mounties, and here they come quickly. Defensively, what is Coldwater showing as they commit the foul? Just uh, 
pretty much man-to-man right now, Sean. We have no press or anything, just uh, trying to match up. See if they stay in that man-to-man on the out-of-bounds play here. Looks like it. Yep. Demeester with her first foul. Team second. The inbound comes to Weller. Now the ball tossed to Mara Mitchell. She is between the circles. The right wing, it comes to Lamb. Trying to sling it inside to Mitchell, but it was just over her fingertips and out of bounds. Good look. Just didn't quite connect there for the Mounties. Five twenty-two and counting left to play in the first quarter. 4-0 Cardinals trail. Still 4-0 lead for the Mounties as Anderson misses the long tray. Here come the Mounties in transition, and Weller is able to finish her first field goal of the night. Mounties up 6-0. They've scored the first six points of this game. We're near the five-minute mark of the first quarter. This is not the start Coach Smoker was hoping for. Ellie Anderson had a double team come out on her. Either 32 or 22 will be assessed the foul. We'll find out who number 22 is momentarily. Okay. So number 22 is indeed Jillian Osterberg. One of the listed starters tonight. They must have found that uniform. Uh, we'll tell you uh, why we had all this numerical confusion uh, during an upcoming stoppage in play as the Cardinals were denied yet again on the end of the floor. Here come the Mounties up. 6-0. Ball comes to Weller. She launches a three-pointer from the left wing. It went wide right, and Ellie Foley's there with a the rebound. Foley top of the key, bounce it to Miller. Now to Anderson on the corner. Mallory Wilbur back to Foley on the left wing. Swings it to Anna Demeester. She launches a three-pointer. Misses. Rebound. Kara Miller. She's doubled up. Manages to get the ball to skip off of Mara Mitchell's palm. Cardinals will retain possession. Anna Demeester will trigger to her immediate right with 4-10. Left to play in the first quarter. The ball comes to Eliana Foley. Anderson setting a screen for Ellie. Ellie moves to the baseline. Tosses the ball out to Wilbur, left corner, shoots, and their shot was blocked by Osterberg. Here come the Mounties. Weller's able to save the ball, but the loose pumpkin is picked up by Anderson for the Cardinals. Mallory Wilbur across the timeline with Cap guarding her. Ball comes to Anderson, wide open three, right wing, again off the rim. Cap and Miller battling for the ball. Ball off a cap. Cardinals will retain possession. In comes Emma Porter, 5'4 sophomore, and Jayla Sloan, a 5'5 sophomore for the Cardinals. In comes Kylie Weed, who was number 25 in our program, but today is wearing number 5. She's a 5'2 freshman. Cardinal ball long too good for Jayla Sloan. Just inside the arc at 6-2. Cardinals finally breaking their scoring drought with about three and a half minutes left to play in the quarter. But the Mounties get the ball to the other end of the floor quickly. For a shot by Weller with defense surrounding her on the right blocks. A missed rebound Foley. Ellie at the top of the key. Hands off to Sloan on the right wing. Now get it to Porter. Left side trying to drive down the middle. She draws a foul. That might be the second foul on 13, Sean. 
It is nope. on uh, Kylie Weed, her first, and uh, 13 did not uh, get a foul yet. It was 12. It... Okay. Okay, I guess you're right. I thought she had the trip there uh, when Foley was going to the basket. You're right. Uh, I just happened to mark it in the wrong place in my scorebook. Oops. Good turnover, Cardinals. It was an unforced turnover. It was a point-blank pass to Jayla Sloan. I thought she had it right in her hands, but it just went over them and out just of bounds. Right through there, just took her eye off the ball. 6-2, 2.50 left here in the first quarter. Mitchell gets the ball to Weller on the left wing. Weller back with it, left wing. Ball swung back to Weller on the left wing. Now she slashes to the rack, misses, but Cap gets the rebound, tosses the ball back out to the left wing. An air ball for Abby Stikatowicz, 5'8", senior, who came in during the last stoppage in play. Mounties retain possession. Here is Mitchell moving to the top. Get the ball to Weed. Now back to Mitchell. Cardinals now in the 2-3 uh, zone. That's what I thought. Yeah, they just went to that just last time down the court. I know at times uh, Coach Ken Smoker has said that the Cardinals, for whatever reason, like playing his own. Here's Mitchell. Feed inside to Weller. Layup good. What a nice pass there. To Weller underneath, and she finishes. A sophomore to sophomore connection. The Mounties up eight to two. Minute 45 and counting left to play in the quarter. Cardinals get the ball to the other end of the floor quickly. Here is Jayla Sloan dishing to Anna Demeester up top to Anderson and now to Foley. Foley looking to hand off to Porter. Instead, we'll get it back to Sloan. Pump fake Anderson on the left corner. Now a drive down the middle of the lane and a miss. By Ellie Foley, she's able to get the ball away from the Mounties that were boxing out defensively. Get the ball to Sloan, three-pointers and air ball. And the ball is punched out by Anderson. A minute 15 left to play in the first quarter. It'll be Mounty ball in the backcourt. It was going to be a cold water ball anyway, but Ellie Anderson picks up her second foul. Anderson again with that reach over the much smaller uh, Mounty player. But the official right there. Made the foul call. Foley and Anderson coming to the bench. A little press here by the Cardinals. Miller and Wilbur back in. Mounty's able to break the press. Cap to Weller inside the arc. Long two right wing. No good. Sloan with a rebound. One minute left to play in the quarter. Trying to run the fast break. Sloan dishes it to a Mounty player. Here they come the other end. And Tasia Cap finishes in transition. Cap with a nice reverse layup there. Long pass comes to Kara Miller past the timeline with a double team of Mounties surrounding her. Cap around the perimeter, gets the ball to Porter. Cut off at the corner, and she's called for a traveling violation before she could get a pass away. Hank Porter got away with the walk, and uh, then he turned around and called it on Miller. Well, in either case, it's going to be Mounty Ball as Jillian Osterberg receives the inbound from Kylie Weed. See if uh, the Mounties go for the last shot here. I would think so. Up 10 to 2. Coming up on 20 seconds left here in the first quarter. So Kylie Weed is originally number 22 on the roster, but she lost that uniform, so she was issued the emergency uniform number 5. 
Osterberg lost her number 14, but somehow she had the number 22 uniform in her possession. <laughs> so that's why we had that numerical exchange. A miss by Northwest. Here's a 30-footer over the backboard and out of bounds for Mallory Wilbur. At the end of the first quarter, it is Northwest 10 and Coldwater 2. Back in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. If you're staying closer to home these days, backyard birding is a great year-round hobby. And Nottawa Gas and Nottawa and Tecancha have everything you need to connect to the fascinating world right outside your window. From bird watching guides to bird houses to bird bath heaters, 50-pound bags of black-oiled sunflower seeds, or suet cakes. Let your hobby take flight. Connect with nature in your own backyard. See Nottawa Gas and Nottawa and Tecancha today to get started. Or shop online 24-7 at nottawagas.com. I'm Carmen Case, and Sherry Hala Homes and Recreational Properties has a new name, Case Realty Group. When you're thinking real estate, buying or selling, think of me, Carmen Case, at Case Realty Group, formerly Sherry Hala Homes, your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Check us out online at caserealtygroup.com. A new name, but the same great service and expertise in Branch and Hillsdale counties. Sherry Hala Homes is now Case Realty Group. Go to caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 10-2, Northwest leading Coldwater as we start the second quarter. And between both teams, the Mounties, Ashley Weller, responsible for half of the total point output. She yeah. leads the Mounties with six, Olivia Lamb and Tasia Cap with a bucket apiece. The only score for Coldwater coming from Jayla Sloan. I never thought, uh, I'll be honest, when I was watching Weller warm up, I didn't realize she's a pretty good-sized girl. She's good pushing five foot ten. She's listed at five nine, but it's uh, very well easily that uh, she could be undergoing a late growth spurt here as the Cardinals miss another basket, other end of the floor. They had the ball to start the second quarter, and they get the ball back off a bad uh, Mountie pass. The ball was picked off by Emma Porter. Tasia Cap hip checks her. The ball goes out of bounds off of Cap. and counting left to play in the first half. Girls basketball from here at Coldwater High School. It is the Northwest Mounties 10, the Coldwater Cardinals 2. Still 2 with a miss by Kara Miller along the right baseline. And we're going to get our first tie-up as Mallory Wilbur was tied up by a Northwest player. It's going to be... Come on, girls. Recognize the uh, situation. It is indeed Mountie ball and... uh, Kylie Weed, all five foot two of her, is going to trigger. Intercepted by Sloan, gets the ball to Demeester. Demeester launches a long two and gets it to go in from the right wing. Nice pass from Foley there. Gets the Cardinals on the board here in the second quarter. You won't see the Mounties make that many mistakes uh, over the course of the game, and that was one of them. Other end of the floor, Leah Alfred finishes in conversion off a good pass from Ashley Weller. And we're going to get a 30-second timeout taken by Coach Ken Smoker. Alfred is a 5'8 senior. The timeout taken with 7.04 left to play in the half. Cardinals trail 10-4, good buddy. Yeah, the Ken, Coach Smoker there didn't, uh, didn't like the long pass and uh, the easy layup for the Mounties there. Called a quick 30-second timeout to talk to his girls about getting back on defense. Got to keep their heads up, get back. 
No, I don't know if you remember our conversation after the Oakness game uh, a week and a half ago, but one of the things that the Cardinals were having issues with doing uh, was setting up and establishing uh, the press. The Mounties have had no problems with the press here tonight. Well, that's the same type of thing. They're just not getting set up quickly. Cardinals quickly get the ball to their end of the floor. Coming out of the timeout, Emma Porter has it on the left wing. Wilbur to Demeester. Demeester to the left corner. It comes to Porter. Now out to Sloan. Miller to Demeester. Porter on the right corner. Mallory Wilbur on the right wing. Moves to her left. Now to the right. Gets the ball off to Porter. Now it's swung around to Anna Demeester. Ball back up top to Mallory Wilbur. Slashes and misses the runner. Rebound Weller. Ashley Weller. Long pass to Tasia Cap along the baseline. Get it to an open player on the right wing. Now a dribble drive, kick the ball out to Cap. Cap back out to the perimeter. Here comes Weller. Double team comes out on her. The ball comes to Weed. And now Cap on the left corner. Mounties up 12 to 4, 6-10 and counting left to play in the half. Alfred. Ball comes back out to the right wing. Osterberg misses the runner, but she got her own rebound put back. And another timeout taken by Ken Smoker. Coach Smoker doesn't like what he sees right now in 14-4. Back out to that 10-point lead for the Mounties. He takes another 30-second timeout, so we'll stay here. Again, six minutes and a second left to play until halftime. The score is now 14-4. Mounties up 10. We got to get Foley in this ball game. I'm not sure she's got maybe one shot so far, and uh, she's by far our best offensive player. And uh, she just needs to get in some kind of a flow here and have the uh, the other girls get her the ball in a position to shoot. Well, your wish has been granted. Ellie Foley did check back, back into in the, the lineup. Ellie's a very unselfish player and. Sometimes to a fault, sometimes she needs to shoot the ball a little bit more. Also checking in for the first time, Erica Hurst, 5'10", senior. Foley across the timeline. Sloan wanted to set a screen way up high, but kind of unnecessary. Double team on the right wing. The ball comes to Wilbur. Wilbur drives, kicks the ball out to Mason Marsh, who also checked in, 5'4", senior. Marsh launches a three-pointer. It's an air ball, but Sloan tracks it down. Foley on the left wing with Mara Mitchell guarding her. Wilbur has it on the right wing. Back to Foley, she's on the right corner, drives baseline, overshoots the rim. Rebound Osterberg for the Mounties. Again in transition, here comes Mitchell. Yes, she finishes. Another timeout for Coach Smoker. He's about out of 30s mm-hmm. at this point, isn't he? He's out of 30s, he's gotta go full now. 5-19 left to play until halftime at 16-4 Mounties. We're back in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. It's your birthday, and El Cerrito wants to say... Happy birthday, Panchita. Happy birthday to you. So come in, enjoy a great meal, and for dessert, they'll serve you up a free dish of fried ice cream. It's no wonder everyone loves dining at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, along with friendly service, authentic Mexican food, and a festive atmosphere. Stop by for your birthday or any day. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. 
the attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Well, Quinn, it's not often that a coach takes uh, consecutive timeouts on uh, consecutive possessions by the other team, but here we are, the Cardinals with two timeouts left. They drove the ball other end of the floor and a block underneath the basket they'll get it back uh what do you think the message was uh, overall on those three times well he, he didn't get his message across the first two times but uh so he took a full hopefully he'll get it out with long two good for mason marsh nice assist there by foley Mounties no problem breaking whatever press the cardinals had underneath the basket olivia lamb who's back in is fouled and will go up and shoot a pair See who they ding the foul against. Uh, Ellie Foley with her first and the team fourth. Second trip to the free throw line tonight for the Mounties. First for Olivia Lamb, and she misses on the first of two. So for now, the time being, a score is 16-6, now 16-7 as she splits the pair. 17-6, rather. Mounties peel back on the press. Ellie Foley has the ball. She gets it across the timeline. Foley kicks the ball out. Mason Marsh, right corner three. This one a little short off the rim. Mara Mitchell jumps up high and gets the rebound, pushes the ball up the floor the other way for the Mounties. It's an 11-point lead, 435 left to play until halftime. Here's Mitchell, kicks the ball out to Tasia Cap. Launches a three-pointer, tried to bank it in, couldn't. Ball ricocheted to Mallory Wilbur. There is a foul in there amongst uh, one of the Mounties. 32 over the back of Foley. Good box out there by Ellie, and uh, good things happen when you box people out. You know, who they, there. You know who they whistled the foul against? Uh, Mara Mitchell. Oh, really? It's her second team fifth. I guess she was in the neighborhood too, wasn't she? She must have been down low. She's, not, she's just a... About 5'2", 5'3". Mitchell's 5'5". Really? Yeah. Here's another long two. Missed by Mason Marsh. The ball tipped to Sloan, and she takes it back outside. But her pass was intercepted by Cap. Cap gets the ball to Osterberg on the right wing. Bounce pass inside to Cap. Doubled up. Tried to get the ball back outside to Osterberg. Does. Now Osterberg drives. Tries to pass along the baseline to Lamb. Was intercepted by the Cardinals. Here comes Mallory Wilbur. Got a whistle and a foul. It's going to go against uh, Jillian Osterberg with her first foul. The fouls are racking up. That is the Mountie sixth. One more foul, and we'll be in the one and one for the, Car- the Cardinals, which would be nice to see early in this or midway through this. Second quarter. The Cardinals have not gone to the free throw line yet tonight. Here's Wilbur. Bounce pass deflected. Knocked away by her defender, Ashley Weller, who honestly does not play like a sophomore. She sure does. A nice, nice looking player. 
Mallory Wilbur to trigger in sideline right. The ball to Ellie Foley. Cap guarding her now. A drive along the wing. Foley overshoots the ball. Erica Hurst getting tied up with Jillian Osterberg on the rebound. And looks like Hurst will be the guilty party on the foul. Her first and the team fifth. Anna Demeester, Kara Miller getting ready to check in for the Cardinals. Erica Hurst to the bench. Jayla Sloan also to the bench. Now the Cardinals got a little more time to set their press up here. They're in a diamond press. Ball comes to Tasia Cat, who blows by Mallory Wilbur. Now the pass comes to Leah Alfred. Ball comes back out to the perimeter. Weller bounce pass. Stacia Hedrich draws a foul before she kicked the ball back out. Cardinal's going to pick up another reach foul here. Looks like uh, Demeester. In that case, it will be her second foul. Team fouls even at six apiece, so the next time we hear a whistle, the other team's going to be shooting free throws. The inbound comes to Ashley Weller from Tasia Cap. Cap launches and drains a three-pointer from the left wing. Nobody was in five feet of her. And now it's a 20-6 Mountie lead. They're up two touchdowns, 3.05 left to play in the half. Foley catches the ball top of the key, actually juggled it, underhands the ball to Miller. Miller to Marsh. Mason Marsh cut off the elbow, underhands the ball to Wilbur. One pump fake, back up top to Kara Miller. Being pestered by Osterberg, Miller near the timeline. Now kicks the ball to Ellie Foley. Marsh trying to drive inside, comes back outside. Nice give to a streaking Ellie Foley. She scores, and now Ryan Carroll wants to take the first of his 30-second timeouts with 2.32 left to play in the half. The Mounties up 12. Uh, it's not off. Well, when I said the Mounties were up two touchdowns uh, in the entire history of the Mounties being in the uh, Interstate 8, they the, their football teams have consistently <laughs> finished in eighth place. Yeah, uh, but the Cardinals finally got some offensive go offense going there. Some good ball movement, good cut by Foley, and uh, Wilbur found her on a cut to the basket, easy basket for uh, Foley, and the Cardinals trying to get uh, knocked down that 14-point lead uh, down to 12 now and hopefully get it down uh, under 10 before the uh, end of this half. 2.32 to go here in the uh, second quarter. 20 to 8. Well, the referees really wanted to get play back underway. The Cardinals are still kind of huddled, so no press set up by the Cardinals at all that time. Osterberg to Lamb. Weller around to Osterberg. Nice feed to Weller, who's got a triple team behind her. Wilbur pokes the ball away. It's stolen by Demeester. Demeester kicks the ball out to Wilbur on the left wing. She drives, gets bumped by Osterberg. Wilbur up to the charity stripe for a pair. Yeah, good job by Wilbur taking that ball. She took the contact, got the shot up, didn't quite go in, but she gets the shoot too. Business owners, when you're ready to get your business noticed, see me at Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing and Embroidery in Coldwater. Hi, this is Al Rackesey. 
At Integrity Apparel, we know the importance of taking your logo with you wherever you go. And there's no better way than with custom silk screened or embroidered apparel. From shirts, coats, hats, and just about any other clothing item, Integrity Apparel can set your entire staff up. Along with being great advertising, Custom Apparel makes a thoughtful, team-building gift for your employees. Ask us about custom banners and promotional materials, too. Integrity Apparel is also known for team wear and uniforms. Come in and check out our in-stock clothing in most area school colors, along with varsity jackets, sweatshirts, polos, and jerseys. Small and large orders are welcome. If your team needs spirit wear or corporate apparel, we can help. Give us a call at 278-8101 or stop by the store at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Here come the Northwest Mounties. Up 20-9 as Mallory Wilbur split her pair from the free throw line before our power was interrupted. Ashley Weller launches a three-pointer. It goes long and goes out of bounds. Uh, uh, JV Boys basketball coach sends his apologies for interrupting uh, our uh, broadcast tonight. Jeremy Douglas tripped over our power supply. We're back at it here. 20 to 9. One fifteen to go here. Three-pointer off the rim. No good. It spun around. Didn't go in for Foley. Here come the Mounties again in transition. Weller cut off. Ball out to Cap. Launches the three-pointer. Goes wide right. Weller tries to save it. Nobody touched it as it went to the Coldwater bench. Cardinals will get it out of bounds. 57 seconds and counting left to play until halftime. An open Mallory Wilbur drives, tries to get the reverse to go in. She's hacked. She'll go back to the line. Weller picking up her foul, second foul, I believe. It's nope, actually her first. her first. Remember, what I thought was a uh, foul for 12 was actually uh, 13. 13 Mitchell with two. She's on the bench right now. First of two here from Mal Wilbur is good. Hurst will come in for the Cardinals and will come in for Demise for the remaining 52.6 seconds of the half. Abby uh, Stiktowitz, 5'8", senior, coming in for the Mounties. Mallory Wilbur, 3 of 4 tonight from the charity stripe. Uh, For the season, she's just 42.1%. Tonight would be a good night to improve on those numbers, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. So looking good with their shot so far. 20 to 11, the lead down to nine. Bounce pass intended for Weller with Foley in her face. The ball whizzes past Weller and out of bounds to uh, uh, one of the uh, many Bucklands that are serving as team managers for Coach Ken Smoker. Boy, a three here would uh, look good right before half. Here comes Foley driving baseline. Ball kicked out to Hurst. Again, checking in. Here we go, Foley, three-pointers, good! He called for He we called, called for it right win. there, down to six here. Now we got to get a defensive stop. 20 to 14, Mountie lead shaved to six. Here's Kylie Weed between the circles, being guarded by Kara Miller. Seven seconds left to play in the half. The pass goes inside to Weller, double team on her, the ball... Going back outside, and Weller, I think Weller's going to be guilty of the three-second violation. Yep, that's what the official has. 2.3 seconds left. 
Ball inbounded to Emma Porter. Emma Porter launches from half court and came about five feet short of the basket. But a strong finish for the Coldwater Cardinals here in the second quarter. They trail the Northwest Mounties at half 20 to 14. The Branch County Abstract entitled Halftime Report coming up in three minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto Owners works with independent agents who answer when you call, so you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. The no problem, people. Your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. When El Cerrito says that they serve authentic Mexican food and drinks, they mean freshly diced vegetables and herbs, the best meats cooked fresh on the grill. An endless bowl of crispy chips and fresh-made salsa. And top it off with the best blender or over-ice margaritas in your choice of flavors. Stop by El Cerrito for lunch or dinner or get it to go, including the margarita. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. Is your financial advisor proactive or reactive? Hi, I'm BJ West, your local Edward Jones financial advisor. Regardless of what the market is doing, I'll stay in touch. Even when the market is down, I'll call you up. That's one way I continue to emphasize our relationship and understand your individual needs. Contact me today at 517-278-3049. That's 278-3049. Proactive, not reactive. That's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Do you move to the sidelines when stocks are predicted to drop? Are you waiting for some of today's uncertainties to be resolved before you invest? Hi, I'm BJ West, your neighborhood Edward Jones financial advisor. The problem with trying to time the market is you can miss some of the best days in the market. The truth is, attempting to time the market has historically reduced investor returns rather than raised them. A good financial advisor can set you up with a consistent and smart investing strategy. Contact me today at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, making sense of investing member sipc the space heater next to the curtains the 12 plug sharing one power strip the frayed wire inside the wall fire damage may happen in a flash so may the cleanup and restoration when you call the professionals at serve pro of branch and southern calhoun counties at 517-278-5261 that's where you'll find a team of highly trained specialists with more than four decades of experience in helping to make fire and water damage like it never even happened because when it's your home or business that's been damaged by fire you don't just want your things clean, you want your life back as well. So when fire damage strikes, call the red trucks to put out the flames and call on the green vans to help put your life back together at 517-278-5261. Serve Pro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. With the trust of the insurance industry and more than 1,600 franchise locations, they're guaranteed to be faster to any size disaster. The cleanup specialist at Serve Pro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. Call them at 517-278-5261. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Welcome back to the Coach Floyd E.B. Gymnasium at Coldwater High School where it's halftime in our varsity girls basketball game. The Coldwater Cardinals trailing the Northwest Mounties 20-14. to Halftime report brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title. Wishing good luck to the Cardinals. For title insurance, escrow closings, or other title or abstract services, turn to Branch County Abstract and Title. Locally owned and operated, they've been serving Branch County since 1887, where they strive to serve their customers. 
Branch County Abstract and Title located at 22 Tibbetts Plaza off Hanchett Street, Coldwater. Call them at 278-6960. We'll start off with the scoring summary. First for Coldwater, Mallory Wilbur with three, all from the free throw line. Mason Marsh with a basket. She has two. Anna Demeester with two. Ellie Foley leading the Cardinals with five points. Jayla Sloan with two. That is their 14 points. For the Northwest Mounties, Tasia Cap with five, Ashley Weller with six, Mara Mitchell with two, Jillian Osterberg with two, Olivia Lamb with three, and Leah Alfred with two. That is their 20 by the quarters. 10-2 in the first for the Mounties. 12-10 in the second for the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals uh, locking down a little bit uh, defensively and getting some uh, timely baskets offensively after the, uh, the uh, three timeouts that Coach Ken Smoker had to take. Yeah, right there they played, and we talked about it in that pregame, Sean, consistently, consistent play throughout the game, and they really didn't get that uh, until about the last four minutes of the uh, second quarter uh, when they came back and got this under uh, 10 points. It got out to 11-point, 12-point lead for uh Northwest, and then the Cardinals kind of uh, dug into it a little bit in that last three minutes. The three-pointer by Foley with less than a minute uh, to go there got it down to uh, a six-point lead, so uh, went in on a real positive note. So hopefully we come out and uh, can play a little better in the second half offensively. I think defensively we've been a, done a pretty good job. You know, we've kept Weller under control, but uh, uh, one thing we do have to do better, and that's rebound. Uh, uh, they're out-rebounding us. They've got six offensive rebounds. We've got two. They got uh, 16 total rebounds, and we've only got nine. So, uh, again, got to do a better job. The uh, turnovers are about the same, eight for Coldwater. And uh, eight, actually right on, eight and eight for each team. So, uh, you know, other than uh, a little offensive drought for the Cardinals, uh, it's been a pretty good ball game. Tonight's schedule in the Interstate 8, this doubleheader between the Coldwater Cardinals and Northwest Mounties with a boys game coming up about 20 minutes after the conclusion of our girls' contest. That is the only scheduled uh, doubleheader Um uh, in the Interstate 8 tonight. On the girls' side, Penfield is hosting Harper Creek, Hastings is hosting Parma Western, and Marshall is hosting Lumen Christie. On the boys' side, Penfield is playing at Harper Creek, and you alluded to how much of a showdown that's going to be uh, ahead of uh, Coldwater's games at Penfield next Tuesday and against Harper Creek next Friday on the boys' side. Yeah, a couple of good games there uh, coming up for the Cardinals. Uh, uh, really gonna, really gonna tell what happens here in this second half, uh, and what the Cardinals are gonna have to do. Also on the boys' side tonight, Lumen Christie is hosting Marshall, and Parma Western is hosting Hastings. Uh, meanwhile, over in the Big Eight, it is a girls' basketball night. Last night. Bronson beat Quincy 51-41 in boys' basketball. Union City lost their second in a row. Same score, actually. Uh, Jonesville beat the Chargers 51-41. Homer, a big win against Springport, 77-41. Reading's game at Concord was postponed to February 2nd, and that leads us to uh, uh, their game against Concord. Uh, Concord Jonesville on the girls' side has been postponed to uh, January 24th. Uh, Quincy's got a 
pair of games that have been uh, postponed. They were supposed to play at Springport, but uh, I don't know the makeup yet. And, of course, with Concord's issues with COVID and now Quincy's uh, evident issues with COVID, uh, the game next Tuesday has also been scheduled. So as far as uh, games in the Big 8 for girls basketball, it's just Bronson at Homer, Union City at Reading. Yeah, kind of a slim uh, schedule for the girls tonight. Uh, Quincy hopes to be back on the court next week, and then Concord's uh, got some issues, so uh, that one will have to be rescheduled on the girls' side. We've been lucky here at Coldwater, knock on wood. Uh, 20 to 14 Mounties lead the Cardinals in girls' basketball at the half, second half. Coming up in two minutes, you're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. No soup for you. Now, wait a minute. We have soup for everyone at the Willows Bar and Grill. No chili for you. We have my homemade chili for everyone. Soup? Karen's homemade chili? Hot, hot, hot at the Willows Bar and Grill. You see, we're more than just great Willow Burgers. Ah, Willow Burgers. Delicious. My favorite is the Cowboy Willow Burger. Plus, if you love fish, try the Friday night all-you-can-eat fish fry. Alaskan Pollock, breaded and fried to a crisp golden brown or enjoy a three-piece dinner so there's soup chili willow burgers and the friday night fish fry what else is delicious it's all delicious ask about their daily specials too taco tuesday is back harder soft beef tacos and thursday is a sloppy joe special with a buck of beer on domestic beers buck of what buck of beer thursdays and you can always enjoy your favorite craft and domestic beers the willows bar and grill home of the willow burger just east of river road on us 12 in Colmar. Follow them on Facebook, The Willows Bar and Grill. Hi, Chase Hallett of Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers in Coldwater. When Vanessa and I were first married, we loved camping. Our little two-person travel trailer brought us closer together. Then along came our son Merrick, and then it got a little cramped for space. What did you do, Mom? You did not leave me behind, did you? We sold our little travel trailer and got a bigger one. And that worked out nice for a while, but then along came our daughter Mylan, and we were right back in the same box. A little too close together, cramped for space. And then we all have to untangle. So then, we did the smart thing. Did you leave Merrick behind, Dad? No way, Mylan. We traded for a bigger model. Many of our friends were having the same growing pains, so we began Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. When your family outgrows your current RV, bring it here, and we'll sell it for you. And then, all you have to do is just pick up a truck. We'll sell your RV, boat, horse trailer, car, truck, motorcycle. If it's on wheels, we'll sell it. That is it. Nothing hard about picking up a truck. It's easy at Advantage One RV at Auto Brokers, one mile east of Meyer on US 12 Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. When buying the home of your dreams, you want players you can count on to make your home buying experience a slam dunk. Team up with me, Paul Lang at Bailey and Wood Mortgage Lender. With 20 years of mortgage experience, I'll help you score your dream home. We are Michigan's hometown mortgage lender closing in days, not weeks. Contact me, Paul Lang, at 260-905-6689 or at langmortgageteam.com. And remember, we do mortgages in a snap. Borrowers must qualify. Equal housing opportunity lender and MLS number 2334. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Be listening to the NFR broadcast. We'll name a McDonald's player of the game for your local area McDonald's restaurants. It's now 20 to 16, 22 to 16 as we exchange buckets to start the second quarter. Ellie Foley scored on the first possession of the half. Ashley Weller followed for Northwest. Now here come the Cardinals from right to left. Nice dish to Foley, long two. For, uh, check that, that was Ellie Anderson who is back in. She was fouled. 
Well, Anderson fouled on that little 15-foot jump shot. Uh, she's going to go to the line for two here. Osterberg. You say that was her fourth foul, actually. That's what, uh, that's what me said. I, and they got somebody coming in for her, so. First, the two from Ellie Anderson is good. Five-point lead now for the Mounties. Could be four if Anderson makes a second one. She does. Cardinals get into that diamond press real quick. Obviously, that was something that they uh, reemphasized uh, during the halftime break. Got a poke away, and uh, we try the inbound again. Oh, my goodness. Ashley Weller was clobbered by both Ellie Foley and Kara Miller. Looks like they're going to give Miller the uh, foul. Tried to go over the top of the uh, diamond press and uh, got fouled there. 22 to 18, the current score. Northwest on top of Coldwater. The Mounties do have the ball. Mara Mitchell lobs the ball to Ashley Weller. And she is tied up by Mallory Wilbur. A double team surrounded her. Possession back to the Mounties. Mallory got away with a big time push there that the officials didn't call. Kind of upset Weller, but uh, those things happen. Inbound comes to Kylie Weed. Immediately clogged up by Miller. Pass intended for Weller, intercepted by Wilbur. Wilbur, long pass to Miller. Miller to Anderson. Now up top to Foley. Foley driving, cut off, comes back outside to Demeester. It's the starting five on the floor for the Cardinals. Anderson's three-pointer missed off the back of the rim. Weed with a rebound. Weed being immediately being protected by, guarded by Ellie Foley. The ball comes to Mara Miller instead, who is being picked up defensively by Tara Miller. Tasia Cap up top to Weller. Around to Mara Mitchell, bobbled it back, moving off the screen set by Weller. Ball trying to go inside the cap. Ball tipped, hauled in by Anderson. Gives the Foley. Three turnovers in this quarter already by the Mounties. Cardinals within four. And the Cardinals cough it right back up to Northwest, thanks to a traveling violation committed by Kara Miller. There wasn't a, a Mountie within three feet of her. Yeah, just some quick feet there. Tried to get to the basket. Mounties lead by four, 22 to 18. 5.53 and counting left to play in the third quarter from here at Coldwater High School. Tasia Cap running on the curl, kicks the ball out and over the fingertips. That's the fourth turnover for the Mounties here in this uh, first two minutes and uh, 15 seconds there in the uh, second qu third quarter. It's over the fingertips of Stickatowitz. Now Demeester. they go back to that man-to-man -man press. Demeester trying to inbound. Finds Anderson. Anderson to Foley. Eliana across the half-court line. Gives the ball to Miller. Miller's at the top of the key. The bounce pass to Ellie on the wing. She drives. Miller takes a rather... Mitchell takes a tumble. No call. A missed three-pointer top of the key. And the Mounties with a rebound. Cap to Mitchell, give inside to Ashley Weller, misses the easy layup. Demeester gets tied up by Weller. 
Possession arrow now is pointing toward the Cardinals. 5.15 and counting left to play in the third quarter. We've been stuck at 22-18 Mounties for a while. Mounties set up in the man press. Wilbur looking, finds Miller. Immediately double teamed. Now back to Wilbur. To Foley. Foley gets it across the timeline. Now the Mounties quickly get back into their man-to-man defense in the front court. Ball around to Anderson. Open tray. Bounces off the rim. And the rebound by Cap. Deja Cap. Bounce pass to Weller. Immediately doubled up underneath. The ball comes back outside. Wee to Cap. Long two. Rattles off the rim. Anderson is tied up once again, this time by Ashley Weller. Possession arrow back to the Mounties. 4.46 left to play in the third quarter. Weller doing a big, big number on the offensive boards. At least time the Cardinals up. Cardinals got to do a better job boxing out. Mitchell is looking, looking and finds Cap. Cap to Weller along the baseline left side. The ball kicked out to Mitchell on the right elbow. Now back out to the perimeter. Cap to Mitchell. Mitchell double team along the blocks. Forces up a shot and she banked it in. Really nice little spin move right there at the end. 24-18. Bounties lead by six. Here's Anderson on the right wing. Kick the ball out to Foley. She launches and drains a three-pointer. Her second of the night, and it's just a three-point Mountie lead, 24-21. Back and forth we go near the halfway point of the third quarter. Denise, you're going to get a block here. I don't think her feet were quite set enough for the uh, offensive foul to be called. No, she just stepped in right at the end there, and... uh, Porter. For the Cardinals, Emma Porter in and Anna Demeester out as Demeester just picked up her third foul. Team second of the half. Inbound comes to Ashley Weller. Blue by Mallory Wilbur. Blocked inside. The ball stolen by Ellie Foley. Foley long pass ahead. Mallory Wilbur layup good. Her first field goal of the night is a big one. It shaves the lead down to one and the Mounties almost threw the ball away. Ryan Carroll wants a full timeout, and he's going to get it. 3.47 left to play third quarter. It's a one-point Mountie lead, 24-23. We're back in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. The space heater next to the curtains. The 12-plug sharing one power strip. The frayed wire inside the wall. Fire damage may happen in a flash. So may the cleanup and restoration when you call the professionals at ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties at 517-278-5265. That's where you'll find a team of highly trained specialists with more than four decades of experience in helping to make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Because when it's your home or business that's been damaged by fire, you don't just want your things clean, you want your life back as well. So when fire damage strikes, call the red trucks to put out the flames and call on the green vans to help put your life back together at 517-278-5261. Serve Pro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. With the trust of the insurance industry and more than 1,600 franchise locations. They're guaranteed to be faster to any size disaster. The cleanup specialist at ServPro of Branch in Southern Calhoun Counties. Call them at 517-278-5261. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. AM 1590 FM 95.5 WTVB. 
Molly Ball coming out of the timeout. The inbound comes to Weller, and she gets the easy three-footer. 26-23, Mounties back up three, and here comes the press. Wilbur gets the ball to Porter. Now back to Wilbur. Ball almost intercepted by Weed. We're going to get a foul on Kylie Weed. Oh, that's a break for the Cardinals. That was a huge break for the Cardinals there. You think the foul was on Porter? Oh, yeah. But I, I thought it was I on Weed. But. I don't have the stripes tonight, so... Oh, Cardinals retain possession. Foley kicked the ball out to Wilbur. Launches a three-pointer from the left wing. It's no good. Weed gets the rebound. Shortest player out on the floor was able to box out. She gets the ball to Mara Mitchell. Mitchell across half court. Slashes the lane quickly. Misses the layup. Anderson had the rebound but gave it up to Ashley Weller and she gets the layup. 28-23, Cardinals trail by five. Under three minutes left to play in the third quarter. Here's Porter. Porter cross courts to Tara Miller. Miller off of a fully screen, moves to the top of the key. The ball comes to Wilbur. Inside on the give and go. Missed though by Miller and Weed with a rebound. Nice give and go there for the Cardinals. Just didn't quite com complete it. Mitchell has the ball on the right wing for the Mounties. It's swung around left wing. Tasia Camp, bounce pass inside to Weller, leaves it short. Anderson with the rebound. Foley in a bit of trouble in the backcourt, but she's able to keep the dribble and get the ball across the timeline. Bounce pass to Wilbur, left corner inside the arc. Now out to Foley, left wing three, rattled in and out. Cardinals almost got the rebound. The ball was rebounded originally by Alfred. An attempted steal, but the Mounties get it back. Other end of the floor, Weller kicks the ball out. Three-pointer is good for Tasia Cat. That one hurt. Cardinals trying to uh, got back within a point and a couple of big baskets, and uh, they're down by five or six, seven, excuse me. 31-23 now that they put that last three-pointer yeah, by Tasia Cap up on the board. A pushing foul as Mallory Wilbur made her move to the rack. It's going to go against Northwest's Leah Alfred. It'll be her first, team third. Mounties will bring in a couple of fresh substitutes. Looks like Stacia Hedrich came in, and I think Olivia Lamb came in as well. Inbound, Kara Miller, bounce pass to Anderson, out to the right wing to Porter. Now here's Miller on the right corner. Up top to Wilbur. Thought about the three-pointer. Underhands the ball to Miller on the right wing. Minute 20 left to play in the third quarter. The ball to Foley and now Wilbur. Up top to Porter. Bounce pass to Anderson. Ball slapped away on the attempted bounce pass. It's tracked down by Miller at half court. Ball comes to Wilbur on the left wing. Underhands the ball to Anderson. Porter has the ball up top. Mallory Wilbur drives baseline. The ball kicked out and deflected out of bounds by the Mounties. The Cardinals will retain possession with exactly 55 seconds left in the third quarter. And Jayla Sloan will check into the Cardinal lineup. Kara Miller will get a breather. Kelly Foley will inbound the ball. Cardinals need a bucket here in this third quarter. After getting within one at 23-24, uh, Mounties have knocked off eight straight. 
Should be seven straight, actually. 24 plus seven is 31. Two. 23 plus two is 25. As Ellie Foley drives and scores. Cardinals throwing out the press. Cap able to break the press. Bounce pass to Olivia Lamb. Forces up a shot down the middle. Short. Foley's able to retain the dribble. Falling down. Gets the ball to Sloan. Sloan across half court. Passes the ball to Porter in the front court. Now to Foley. Cardinals try to set up for the final shot of the third quarter. Trailing now by six. I'm going to ask for that three-pointer again. Here's a dribble drive by Wilbur. Kick the ball out to Foley. Three-pointer is just short. Ball tracked down by Foley. Forced up a shot. Her heel was out of bounds along the sideline. That will give the Mounties the ball. 3.3 seconds left in the quarter, and Ashley Willow will check in after a breather. She'll set up in the front court. Mounties to trigger. Camp tosses the ball to Weller at half court. Two seconds, one second. Launches a three-pointer. Wide right. At the buzzer after three. It is Northwest 31 and Coldwater 25. Back with a final quarter of regulation in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Oh, my back is killing me. We need a new mattress. Mine too. There's no need to fear because I am here. Just shop at Furniture Mattress Warehouse in Coldwater or Mattress Warehouse in Sturgis. Furniture Mattress Guy! Whenever a villainous backache arrives, I am there with the power of the Serta Perfect Sleeper. Ooh, I like your cape. Actually, it's a sheet set that comes free with your mattress. I just like wearing it to look cool. Furniture Mattress Warehouse on US 12 in Coldwater and Mattress Warehouse on South Centerville Road in Sturgis. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590, WTVB Coldwater, and F. FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. So in the third quarter, it wound up being an 11-11 stalemate. Six-point Coldwater deficit at half. It's a six-point Northwest lead as we start the final quarter of regulation, 31-25 Mounties. Cardinal ball. Ellie Foley has it. Top of the key trying to move off an Ellie Anderson screen. The ball underhanded to Emma Porter on the right wing. Whistle on a foul on the Mounties. Boy, that official wants to call that touch foul, but he doesn't call the over and back. I just sometimes don't understand that. Stacia Hedrich with her first foul, team fourth. Four fouls for the Mounties, two for the Cardinals. Inbound to Anderson, Sloan to Wilbur, right side. Up top to Emma Porter. Anderson has the ball on the left wing. Right side it comes to Sloan. Sloan drives to the baseline, cut off. Underhands the ball to Foley. Now back to the perimeter. Porter tried to get the ball to Anderson. It was intercepted by Olivia Lamb. One-on-one break. Lamp good. Mounties back up eight, 33-25. 7-16 and counting left to play in regulation. Bounce pass to Ellie Foley. Still on the backcourt. Now getting it across. Underhands the ball to Anderson. Three-pointers and air ball. Wilbur fighting for the rebound. Ashley Weller and Jayla Sloan 
tying each other up, and Sloan's going to be guilty of the foul, her first and the team third. Cardinals just not getting any second chances as the Mounties do a good job on that defensive board. But they almost get the steal in the backcourt. Mounties able to retain possession. Here comes Mara Mitchell. Coughed up the ball. She passed it to no one in particular except to someone in a white uniform. Ellie Foley to the left wing. Mallory Wilbur, three-pointer is just short. The ball tipped and tracked down on the one by Tasia Cap. Cap to Ashley Weller. Weller blows by the double team, draws a foul along the right blocks, and she'll go up and shoot a pair. Ellie Foley there just didn't quite have position. It's Eliana's second foul. Team 14 fouls even at four apiece. Weller with a miss on the first of two on the shooting foul. Free throw shooting, not that much of a factor. The Cardinals right now, five of six. The Mounties right now. Three of five, three of six. Misses on both halves by Ashley Weller. Battle for the ball ensues, and the ball rolls out of bounds off of the Cardinals. Yeah, Foley uh, got a nice rebound. Looked like she got pushed a little bit. Tried to get back into Demeester, and uh, Demeester just couldn't quite handle that one. Porter out, Miller in for the Cardinals as Mara Mitchell tries to inbound. The ball almost stolen by Mallory Wilbur off of her fingertips and almost into the lap of head coach for the Mounties, Ryan Carroll. Otasia Cap lobs the ball to Ashley Weller. She's double teamed. The ball comes back out to the perimeter. Olivia Lamb trying to post up. Up top it comes to Mitchell. Three-pointer. Top of the key is missed. And Demeester gets tied up as she went for the rebound. We will get the jump ball and the possession arrow back to Northwest. 6.22 left in the fourth quarter. The Mounties lead 33-25. Mounty ball, Mitchell to the left corner to Tasia Cap. Now back to Mitchell, trying to get the ball to Ashley Weller over her fingertips and out of bounds. And right away, the Mounties are going to set up in their man press. The inbound comes to Ellie Foley, cross court pass to Kara Miller. Miller across half court. Miller trying to get the ball out to the perimeter. It was deflected, stolen by the Mounties. Tasia Cap. Stepped out of bounds, no call, a miss by the Mounties. They get the ball back, Ashley Weller does. She's battling with Jayla Sloan, and Sloan's going to get her second foul on the team fifth. Oh, really, they get Foley. Instead of Sloan, it's Foley with her third. Still the team fifth, and still a non-shooting foul as Ryan Carroll rotates fresh players out of her bench, out, out from the bench onto the floor. Foley got to get some help. Perfect out-of-bounds play for the Huskies there. The Mounties. Her Mounties. Olivia Lamb scores. Lead is 10, 35-25. Cardinals have yet to score in this quarter. Foley thought about the three, but slashes to the rack and gets a layup. Nice take there. Mara Mitchell tosses oh, the ball wow. to Olivia Lamb, and she travels at three-quarters court. Good job there by the Cardinals. Creating a turnover. Wilbur to trigger in front of us. 
Gets it to Anderson. Now Mallory gets it back. Calling for it is Mason Marsh, who checked in during a recent stoppage in play. A drive by Marsh. Trying to get it back outside. Somehow finds Kara Miller on the left wing. Misses. Battle for the ball. It eventually comes to Mara Mitchell for the Mounties. And here she comes in transition. It's a two-on-one uh, one-on-two break. Count the, no, don't count the basket. It's an offensive foul on Mitchell. Ellie Foley takes the charge, and that's going to be three on Mitchell. Great defense there by Foley that time. Last time down, uh, Weller kind of bumped into her, and she got the foul. This time she held, had good position. Oh, we saw that coming a mile away. Mason Marsh with a skid stop on the perimeter left side. Oh, it's 35-27. Cardinals trail by 8-459 left to play in the fourth quarter. Mounties trigger. Cap threw the ball away, and it's tracked down by Anna Demeester in the backcourt. Over the fingertips of the intended target. Demeester still trapped in the backcourt. Now gets it across the timeline. Finds a streaking Kara Miller. Gets the ball to Ellie Anderson. 15-footer is going to rattle in. Cardinals aren't going away. They trail by 6, 35-29. Ball tossed in transition to Ashley Weller, and she gets the two-handed push shot to go in. 14 points on the night for Ashley Weller. Lead is back up to 8, 37-29. Here's Mason Marsh. All she does is drain long-range jumpers, and her foot was just inside the line. 37-31. Cardinals trail by six. Weller, trap, out to Mitchell. Now to Cap on the right wing. She'll drive, post up Osterberg missed, rather. And the rebound by Marsh. Marsh to Foley. Foley, bounce pass to Marsh. Gets the ball to Anderson, launches a three-pointer from the right corner, and it's good! 37-34, Cardinals trail by three, now by, still by three with a miss by Weller. Ball tipped to the Cardinals, here comes Kara Miller. Miller in transition, oh. and oh, that was an easy <laughs> offensive foul. She put her elbow into her defender, Mara Mitchell. Kara Miller with her second foul in the team sixth. Boy, as Coach uh, Coach Smoker right in front of the bench there, and uh, Ryan Carroll wants to take a timeout for the Mounties, and uh, it'll be a full timeout. He'll get it with 3:34 left in regulation. The Mounties' lead has been shaved to three, 37-34. We're going to stay here and give you a game reset. Possession right now pointing toward Coldwater. Six fouls. Up on the board for the Cardinals, five for the Mounties. Each team has two timeouts left. Well, the Cardinals, they, they play in small sections or streaks, you know, and they're in that streak right now. You just hope they don't run out of steam as they got this back within three. Had a chance to uh, get it within one or tie it up there and uh, just an offensive charge. Uh, get, the ball goes back to uh, Northwest. But uh, it's been an exciting fourth quarter. And I think it, uh, this one's going to come right down to the end. The Cardinals can play with just about anybody when they're playing solid on the offensive end. Their defense always keeps them in it. But they got to start rebounding the ball and uh, uh, not, you know, not a whole lot of turnovers here in the last three and a half minutes. 
37-34 Mounties. They will get the ball in the backcourt. Coming out of the timeout. We're going to give Foley just about a minute break here and get her back in the game. For the five on the floor, Ellie Anderson, Mallory Wilbur, Mason Marsh, Kara Miller, and Anna Demeester. Cardinals had plenty of time to set up in their diamond press. The Mounties were late getting back on the floor, coming out of the timeout. Ball still in the backcourt. Finally, Mara Mitchell gets it across the timeline. Marsh is guarding Mitchell between the circles. The ball comes right wing to Olivia Lamb. Ball swung around to Mitchell. She's on the left wing. Cardinals trail by three. Mitchell, a jumper from the left blocks, bounces, and the ball tipped to Mitchell. She corrals the ball. Finds Olivia Lamb inside. Her shot from the blocks rolls off the rim. Marsh with a rebound. Here comes Mason Marsh. She gets past the double team. Marsh finds Mallory Wilbur on the left corner. Now to Demeester on the right wing. Demeester back to Wilbur on the left side. 2.45 and counting left to play in the fourth quarter. 37-34 Mounties. Demeester three rolls off the rim. Loose ball is going to go out of bounds. And here comes Foley for Marsh. Good minutes there for uh, Marsh. Gave us a three-pointer, gave us some good solid defense. Asia Cap lobs the ball to Ashley Weller, immediately doubled up. Foul deep in the backcourt, and it's going to be an offensive foul on Weller. She doesn't quite get that one. That's a pretty tough call there. I was watching Weller's pass sail into the front court to a wide open Mara Mitchell. The Cardinals catch a huge break. The inbound to Foley in the backcourt. Yeah, that got the coaches from uh, Northwest up off the bench and kind of don't blame them. Foley up top to Anderson. Three-pointer from the top of the key. Missed. Mitchell with a rebound. She's got to be close to double digits and rebounds at this point. Mitchell underhands the ball to Ashley Weller. The runner is missed, but the Mounties get the rebound. Olivia Lamb does, and Cardinals are going to get the ball. I think Lamb stepped out of bounds. I think they got her for a walk there. Well, either case, here yeah. come the Cardinals. Another chance to tie it up with a three-pointer. Ball comes to Wilbur on the left corner. She drives. The ball poked away. Here's Ellie Foley. Back to Wilbur. Being guarded by Weller. And at 49 left to play in regulation, 37-34 Mounties. Here's Ellie Foley moving off of Wilbur's screen. An illegal screen evidently set against Wilbur. That'll be her first foul and the team seventh. So uh, player control foul gives the Mounties the ball in the backcourt out of bounds. Well, seven fouls up on the board for the Cardinals. Six for the Mounties. Inbound to Weller. Weller, long pass to Olivia Lamb in the front court. She is fouled and will go up to the line and shoot one and one. It'll be Ellie Foley's fourth. That's one of those you hope the official just kind of uh, doesn't blow the whistle there. That didn't hurt anything. Wasn't anybody going towards the basket. It was just an accidental bump. Coldwater calls a timeout. A minute 41 left. Trailing 
I'll be honest here, Quinn. When the game started 10-2 in favor of the Mounties, uh, did you think that we were going to have this exciting a finish? Well, I'll be honest. Uh, you know, the way the Cardinals have played this year, when they uh, get those streaks going, yeah, I thought the Cardinals still had a chance to come back. And uh, uh, I was a little worried there, though, when we, we got it back to within one and then that uh, little eight-point uh, uh, burst there by Northwest in the third quarter kind of hurt. But, uh, hey, we're right there. We're in the game. And uh, that's all you can ask for against a good Northwest team. And uh, it's going to come right down to who handles the ball and who shoots free throws this last uh, minute and 41 seconds. Olivia Lamb will be at the line for a one-and-one one coming out of the cold water timeout. Positioner right now still stays with the Cardinals if there is a tie-up. And we have seen the Cardinals have been not been afraid to tie up the rebounder on the other team. Yeah, we gotta uh, we gotta find a way to get Ellie Foley to shoot that three-pointer from the top up there. She's got the smaller to, uh, number 13 there, Mitchell. Gardner. Front end of the one and one. Off the rim, no good. And Demeester with a rebound. Big Deme defensive rebound there. Demeester gets the ball to Foley. Foley with 14 points. Tried to get the pass to Anderson. It was tipped back to Foley and now Wilbur. Up top to Demeester. Cut off on the elbow. Now out to Foley. Cross quarter to Anderson. Here's Wilbur on the left corner. Back to Foley with Mitchell guarding here. Get the ball to Anderson. Thought about the three-pointer, but Leah Alfred came out on her. Up top, Wilbur, three-pointer for the tie, no good. Oh. Rebound by Anderson, and she's hacked. Good job by Anderson getting inside. Got that offensive rebound. Put it back up. Didn't get the uh, ball to go in, but uh, gets two. Olivia Lamb with her first foul on the team seventh. First to two is good for Ellie Anderson. She's now three of three on the night from the charity stripe. And it's a two-point lead for the Mounties, 37-35. Sloan will check in for Foley. Foley, remember, well, that's an has uh, four fouls on her. That's an offensive-defensive uh, substitution. Second of two, in and out. Still a two-point lead. The rebound by Lamb. Lamb gets the ball to Weller. Weller back to Lamb in the front court. Fouled right away as a double team came out on her. That will be the ninth foul on the Cardinals. Tara Miller with her third personal foul. Slowing out, fully back in. So the final one and one for the Mounties. Olivia Lamb back at the charity stripe. Now one of three on the evening. Cardinal student section making noise. Got the first one to go in. She will get the bonus. Lead is back up to three, 38-35. There's a minute two left to play in the fourth quarter. There's a lot of shuffling of personnel along both sides of the lane take place before the second free throw by Lamb, which is good. Mounties up four. Two big free throws by Lamb. 39-35, Miller across the timeline. Miller, bounce pass to Wilder, left corner. Now out to Demeester, launches a tray off the back of the rim. Weller with a rebound. 
Wilbur trying to commit the reach-in foul and finally does, stopping the clock with 50.3 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Wilbur's second foul, team 10th. Ashley Wilbur to the free throw line. She made both free throws her first time around, missed both of them more recently in this quarter, as a matter of fact. First to two here, bounces, bounces, and rattled in. Big time player there, Weller. She's going to knock these down. Cardinals are going to be down six here. Second of two, nothing but net. It's a six-point Mountie lead. Miller to Demeester. Demeester on the left wing. Get the ball to Anderson, right side. Now up top to Wilbur, being bodied up tight by Cap. Ball back to Demeester. Demeester's pass deflected. Miller tracks it down, sideline left. Miller bounce pass to Anderson underneath her fingertips and out of bounds. 30.9 seconds left. The Mounties up 41-35. Inbound comes to Jillian Osterberg. A pass to Ashley Weller. Wraparound foul by Demeester for her fourth. Back to the free throw line for Weller. If she gets even one of these two from the free throw line, it becomes a three-possession game. And with 27.1 seconds left, it gets a little bit harder for the Cardinals to come back. First one good for Weller. Yeah, she, you can tell she's a big-time player. Coxie's down. Second Just one off. rattled off the rim. Rebound by Anderson. Foley gets the ball to Demeester. Demeester to an open Wilbur. Got her defender airborne, and they call Wilbur for the double dribble. And her defender was Olivia Lamb. It'll be Mountie Ball, 18.9 seconds left. The inbound comes to Mara Mitchell. Token pressure in the backcourt from Kara Miller. Mitchell across the timeline. 10 seconds, 9 seconds, 8 seconds. Mitchell, the bounce pass comes to Tasia Cap. Now back to Mitchell. 2 seconds, 1 second. Ball game. Final score from here at Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium and Varsity Girls Basketball Action. The Northwest Mounties survive a scare and beat the Coldwater Cardinals 42-35. Mounties now 7-2 overall, 4-1 in the Interstate 8. Cardinals drop to 4-4 overall, 2-3 in league play. Post-game wrap, between-games wrap. Coming up in three minutes, you're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. I'm Carmen Case, and Sherry Hala Homes and Recreational Properties has a new name, Case Realty Group. When you're thinking real estate, buying or selling, think of me, Carmen Case, at Case Realty Group, formerly Sherry Hala Homes, your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Check us out online at caserealtygroup.com. A new name, but the same great service and expertise in Branch and Hillsdale counties. Sherry Hala Homes is now Case Realty Group. Go to to caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com. 
It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Here's Valentine's. Culey's Jewelry is just the gift for your sweetheart. Say, will you marry me with an extraordinary diamond engagement ring starting at only $599 or a beautiful promise ring starting at $79. Surprise her with a gift for the Willow Tree Collection. Collectible figurines that express how much you love her. How about a rose trimmed in 24 karat gold that will last forever? Order your rose today. This Valentine's, make Culey's your first choice in affordable jewelry and gifts. Located downtown Coldwater since 1968. When buying the home of your dreams, you want players you can count on to make your home buying experience a slam dunk. Team up with me, Paul Lang at Bailey and Wood Mortgage Lender. With 20 years of mortgage experience, I'll help you score your dream home. We are Michigan's hometown mortgage lender closing in days, not weeks. Contact me, Paul Lang, at 260-905-6689 or at langmortgageteam.com. And remember, we do mortgages in a snap. Borrowers must qualify. Equal housing opportunity lender and MLS number 2334. The space heater next to the curtains. The 12 plug sharing one power strip. The frayed wire inside the wall. Fire damage may happen in a flash. So may the cleanup and restoration when you call the professionals at ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties at 517-278-5261. That's where you'll find a team of highly trained specialists with more than four decades of experience in helping to make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Because when it's your home or business that's been damaged by fire, you don't just want your things clean, you want your life back as well. So when fire damage strikes, call the red trucks to put out the flames and call on the green vans to help put your life back together at 517-278-5261. Serve Pro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. With the trust of the insurance industry and more than 1,600 franchise locations, they're guaranteed to be faster to any size disaster. The cleanup specialist at Serve Pro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. Call at 517-278-5261 helping make fire and water damage like it never happened AM 1590 FM 95.5 WTVB We're back here Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd EB Gymnasium, Sean Watson and Quinn Berry saw the comeback effort by the Coldwater Cardinal Varsity Girls basketball team fall just a bit short Northwest survived with a 42-35 win, and let's go over the scoring summary and final game stats for Hillside Motor Sales. You'll love the deals on late model cars, SUVs, vans, and hybrids at Hillside Motor Sales in Coldwater at the same location since 1973, making miles of smiles with great deals you gotta love. Hillside Motor Sales on the curve Coldwater or online, hillsidemotorsales.com. For the Coldwater Cardinals, who again dropped a 4-4 four and four overall and 2-3 and three in the Interstate 8. Mallory Wilbur had 5. Mason Marsh had 4. Anna Demeester, 2. Ellie Foley led the Cardinals with 14. Jayla Sloan had 2. And Ellie Anderson had 8. That was their 35 points. For the Northwest Mounties, who improved to 7-2 overall, 4-1 and one in the Interstate 8. Tasia Cap with 8. Ashley Weller. Leading all scorers with 17 points, including a 5 of 8 performance from the free throw line. Mara Mitchell had 4, Jillian Osterberg had 2, Olivia Lamb 9, and Leah Alfred with 2. That was their 42 points. By the quarters, 
A 10-2 start to the game. That's how much Northwest led the Cardinals after the first quarter. But the Cardinals outscored the Mounties 12-10 to cut the lead to within six, 20-14 at the halftime break. 11-11 stalemate in the third quarter, and I had the Mounties outscoring the Cardinals in the final stanza 11-10. What other stats were you able to uh, track as we await? Coldwater head coach Ken Smoker. Well, we had a uh, Mallory Repka with a re- Mal- excuse me, Mallory Wilbur uh, with a rebound and four assists. Nice floor game for Mallory tonight. Uh, you, you know how much Ken Smoker would love to have had uh, Mallory Repka back here tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, you got uh, Miller with a couple of rebounds and a couple of assists. Demeester with. Uh, Nice uh, floor game again. Four rebounds and an assist. Uh, we had Foley with seven rebounds, three assists, a couple of steals, a couple of blocks, and took one charge tonight. So nice job there. Anderson with uh, five rebounds and an assist. So uh, overall, got some good numbers there for the young ladies. Uh, Cardinals with... 18 turnovers, and the uh, Mounties with 17 turnovers. And from the free free throw line, the Mounties finished 8 of 13. The Cardinals were 6 of 8. We're joined by head coach Ken Smoker. Uh, What did you think the effort in uh, tonight's game? Well, I think we had two uh, distinct portions of effort in our game. I thought in the first 10 minutes that uh, we allowed Northwest to really outwork us. Uh, we were really quiet on defense, and I just—it kind of was reminiscent of how we played against Western on Tuesday. But the good thing was, is they were able to turn it around. And I thought the last 22 minutes—I don't think you can say anything about that. We did not play hard. I thought they played really hard. We got a bunch of good looks. I thought we played better at the defensive end. Um, but that's a good basketball team, you know. But my message to them was, it's a 32-minute game. Yeah. And they showed what they could do with a good team for 20 the last 22 minutes but it's got to be the whole 32 well that i mentioned that during just in the post game here before you came on ken is uh the just the inconsistency throughout the game there was a couple other times even in that second half for a minute or a minute and a half where uh you know just didn't quite put it together and uh and gave up a couple easy baskets but overall like you said the last 22 minutes was a good effort yeah, I know. And I, I, we talk about little things, and, you know, I, I thought our press was pretty effective today, But and we harp on this and talk about it in practice, especially late in the game. We were getting some decent traps and forcing them to pass, but when we initiate that trap, we're supposed to have two interceptors, but we continually stood behind the offensive yeah. player, which accomplished nothing. But, but just saw a lot of, I mean, I just told them, if they play that hard, every time we come out here, good things are bound to happen. I mean, you might not always win, but good things are bound to happen and we they gave themselves a chance we're a young group that sometimes when a score stouts out like it was i don't know if it was 16 to 4 or something like that at one point yeah. and you're not that playing you were right. down 12 you know a lot of young young kids sometimes they just they don't know how to pull themselves out of it and i thought the girls did a great job of that today but we just came up a little short at the end yeah just uh, looked like a little tired there and a couple of mistakes towards the ends just uh didn't go your way do you think the uh, 
nice home crowd we have here right now kind of helped energize them a little bit? Oh yeah, it's nice. Uh, we that's what my daughter Carly told him. I says you're gonna this is you're gonna this is for some of you your first opportunity. You're gonna have a good crowd here for the boys game, and that's what makes it enjoyable. So we get another one coming up with Hastings here in a few weeks, and hopefully next year we're back to doing it like we had in the past. You know, I've always said you know Friday nights and are special at the high school level in basketball more than anything you know because it's more of enclosed you get a lot of kids here and uh you know a great student section for both your games and here for the boys games and uh, sometimes they just don't know uh don't realize that they right. don't realize what they've got you know ahead of them because uh, this is fun and it's even like that when you go on the road when we're both there yeah. you get more people coming there because you know honestly most times when we're on the road most of our our fans are parents or family and you know but it is what it is in the times we're in today you know i tell you sometimes uh you know and I, I mean, this isn't any kind of criticism at all but ellie foley some is is such a fine player but sometimes she's a little bit too unselfish out there and sometimes i'd love to see her uh, step up and take a couple more shots yeah well yeah she's not afraid to shoot but you know what i I just think she she's she's been doing a great job for she us. Does. She's a, oh, she is wow. she's only fourteen years old too. She's the youngest girl on the team. Um, yeah, she has a well. You know what? I think she likes seeing success in her teammates as well. She celebrates it with them when they score. You can see too. that, yes. But uh, yeah, no doubt. But your girls are getting better, and uh, you know, got to go to the second half of the season and. Uh, uh, You'll surprise some people down yeah. the road. We got, uh, you know, next week we have Penfield and Harper. That'll be the end of our league season. And, and that's the thing I talked about to them, too, at the end. We just ran the gauntlet, Marshall, Western, and Northwest. The last thing they can do is relax because if you look at Penfield and uh, Harper's record, it's not very good. But I just said we're not just not talented enough to you know. get outworked by anybody. And, and I have... Hopefully, I think they learned today with the two differences in the games how important that's going to be for them to find success. And I'm, and I'm confident that they're going to finish it out that way. Yeah, Good. with Penfield at uh, four and five, Harper Creek at one and eight, heading into their showdown against each other tonight. It's uh, like we told uh, Coach Buckland, uh, we discussed it, uh, you overlook an opponent in the I-8 at uh, your own risk. Yeah, I, you can't overlook anybody. That's that's my line to them. We're not going to be afraid to play of anybody, but you can't disrespect anybody either. And and that's two losses in a row. And, and I'm I'm confident my girls are going to come out and play hard next Tuesday. Oh, good. We'll uh, we'll be here. For we'll the be game here to Tuesday. see you next okay. Tuesday. Good. Well, Murph will be here. So uh, next Tuesday, but uh, give give them a victory. All right. I'll, we'll try our best. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. It's Ken Smoker joining us on our post-game show, between-game show, between games of our doubleheader between Northwest and Coldwater. The Cardinal girls fall to the Mounties, 42-35. to 35. Uh, Time to name her McDonald's player of the game. Uh, uh, Quinn, uh, got any thoughts? Well, you know, I mean, uh, Ellie Foley just about led us in uh, just about everything tonight and uh, uh, took a nice charge there. To, uh, Led that comeback with some good passes and uh, continually did some uh, yeoman's job on the boards tonight. I'd go with Foley. Honorable mention to Ellie Anderson, eight points and five rebounds, all of her scoring coming in the uh, second half. 
But tonight, Ellie Foley. Congratulations, you're a McDonald's player of the game. For all the night owls, late nighters, and sleepyheads out there, there's a sorrow for your morning blues. A delicious and savory breakfast from Mickey D's. Because if you can't be a morning person, at least you can even the odds. Sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, and hash browns are buy one, get one for a dollar. Breakfast hours only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Bella for products equal or lesser value. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.